What is happening, people, and welcome to episode number five of Storytime with Mo. We are approaching 10,000 downloads by the time this episode has been released, which is absolutely nuts. As of me speaking right now, we're on about 6.5 to 7K, and when this episode number five is out, we will be coming up to 10, which is madness, considering I haven't done any Facebook ads, I haven't done any real advertising or pushing the podcast. So a big shout out to all the guys and girls tagging me in the stories. I see them all plugging the podcast, everyone messaging me, DMing me about it. It's super, super motivating when I can tell that you guys are getting value from it and it means the world to me. It warms my little blackened heart to know that people are actually listening to this and they're getting value and they are enjoying it and they're they're taking stuff from it, man. It feels good. It feels great. So if you like the podcast, It'd be sick if you guys could give it a five-star rating on iTunes if you enjoy it. I don't know if you can do the same with Spotify, but basically I had this epiphany the other day where I was looking for new podcasts and I came across this one called, I think it's called like Jocko or Jocko, ex-Navy SEAL, and he was doing one with Jordan Peterson. And the way that I found it was because it is in the discovery feed of the of of the uh, the iTunes podcast store, whatever it's called. And I was like, yo, you're an idiot for not asking people to rate it because the more people that rate it highly, the more people are going to listen to the podcast, the more people that are going to discover it, the, the more value we can provide to people and the better it is going to do. So if you like it, drop it a rating. I would greatly appreciate that. That'd be sick. But, uh, but either way, you guys are killing it. I'm seeing all the messages. Even if I do take a good month to reply sometimes, I get a lot of messages and uh, I love them and I love you all to bits. Anyhow, right, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about environmental influences. And I've touched on this before. I've touched on this in YouTube videos. I've touched on this briefly on previous podcasts. And that is that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And it might not be that exact number of people. But what that quote, basically, what that saying basically says is that you're going to absorb traits, good or bad, of the people that you allow into your life. Your inner circle, your even your outer circle, people that you come, you interact with, environmental stimuli, what you watch on the internet, things that you read, things that you see, you're going to absorb those traits. And that can either be a really, really bad thing or it can be a really, really good thing. It completely change your life. It can make your life better or worse. As of any anything. It is what you make it. You have the option to to decide what comes out of this interaction or what comes out of this fact of life. And I'm going to give you a little bit of insight into are your friends ruining your life? Are you putting yourself in an environment for failure or success? What can you do about it? My own personal stories, my own personal take, and hopefully give you guys a little bit of energy. It's a little bit of energy, a lot of energy, a lot of value and give you some insight into this subject. Anyhow, there is this age-old saying, or it's not really an age-old saying. It's probably something your parents would have said to you when you were younger. My parents definitely said it to me because I did a lot of stupid shit as a child. I was a was a very, very difficult child, to say the least. Let's say that. And uh, you might have got in trouble. You might have done something really bad. And your parents sit you down and your parents say something like, Mo, like obviously they're very, very angry. You're sitting there absolutely petrified. Like, Mo, if Jake jumped off a cliff, would you do it? Would you have jumped off that cliff if Jake did it? If Jake goes and tells you to rob a bank, would you do it? Would you do it if he went and robbed the bank? And you'll sit there and be like, crying your eyes out and be like, no, sorry, I wouldn't do that. I'm such a stupid idiot. I'm a bad boy. Well, mum, I want to tell you that completely incorrect. You are wrong. Statistically speaking, the probability of me robbing a bank if my best friend robbed a bank or someone that is incredibly influential to me would increase 
Profoundly. So, because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, because people have such a large influence on your life, if there is someone influence, influential in your life, whatever they are doing, you are more likely to do it. This law of attraction, you're going to gravitate towards the things that they are doing. So that means that if they're doing something really, really good, it's going to lift you up and build you higher and it's going to really support you and make you grow as a person. But if they're doing something very, very bad, like jumping off cliffs, robbing banks or smoking black tar heroin, you are more likely to do it. It's why if your parents smoke, even if your parents don't smoke in front of you or they try and hide it from you, you still know your parents smoke. If your parents smoke as a child, you are more likely to smoke as, as an adult and probably as a teenager or a child as well. If you're if you come from an if you're born into an area of poverty, if you're born into a poor family, if you're born into a family of uh, that's poorly educated, that doesn't take things like that seriously, you are more likely to grow up in poverty and continue the cycle. There is this, it is the law of attraction, this thing where if you have something, if you, if you, if you're, if you're around something long enough, you become similar to it. If you have, if you, and then let's say, let's, let's use the poverty, poverty, for example, you're, you're born into a really poor family. Your parents don't think education is that important or they don't, they don't educate you on things. They don't make you read your books. They don't really push into doing your homework and how important it is because it is never pushed into them as a child. You're going to become, you're going to do more, more poorly on your, on your grades in school, blah, 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 blah. And then you're going to have children. The cycle is going to continue. You're going to attract this, attract this. You've, you've gathered all this energy and this, this negative, this negative vibrational energy in terms of how you're going to, how you're going to perform and what you're, what you're going to do and the way that you interact with the world and your values and things. And then that just like draws more and more and more in and you begin this cycle of, of, or you get put into the cycle of of underperformance and poverty based upon the people that you are around. It's why it's why your parents are so important. You're probably very very similar to your parents, and you, you whether you like it or not. In certain aspects you are, in certain aspects you aren't. But the majority of that is going to be due to things that you've learned rather than genetics. People think that we have. People think that we're born with this born with these personality traits and we're born the way that we are, we are and we're born with these certain things and certain behaviours and the way that we interact with the world and the things that we do but we're not. Not everything is innate. Obviously there is an innate element. There is a genetic element in terms of how we act and how we treat people and the things that we do and the, the way that we respond to the situation and how high certain certain bars are set in terms of, in terms of anxiety and depression and other things but the majority of the way that we see things and the things, the way that we act and the way that we treat other people and the way that we perceive situations and the way that we respond, the majority is learnt through childhood and learnt from the people that you are currently around. It is acquired, it is, it is brought on throughout your life and like I said, that can be a very good thing or it can be a very, very bad thing as well. If you've got parents that, let's say, are are, are don't take education seriously, they think books are stupid, they don't like reading, they, they might not have the life or the job that you want, you're going to inquire those traits and you're more likely to do those things. But the first step to getting out of that, the first step to breaking the cycle is seeing it. The first step is acknowledging it. And in all, and once you've acknowledged it, you can be, become aware of it and you can do things to fix it. So it's just knowledge is power. Like I say it every day. It's why I'm currently reading a book a week because it's... You can you can never you can never know too much, and it's incredibly it's incredibly important to be aware of things. And you don't have to agree with everything that you read or everything that you're told or everything that you're learned. But if you're more aware of stuff, you can kind of step back and look at the bigger picture. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you being the average of the people that you spend the most time with, you acqu acquiring traits from your environment, you acquiring certain personality traits and responses from other people is a pretty black and white psychological fact. It is not really disputed that it isn't some made up thing some guy down the pub has told you. It is, it is a... 
It is correct. It is true. It is a fact. So you might, I, I can give you some real, real world examples of how this has influenced me. Uh, my housemate, Tom, my flatmate, Tom, for example, I live with my two best mates, Tom and Alex. We do RET together and we live in an apartment and I'll notice things that they do that I start to do subconsciously and then I'll start to do it and then I'll be like, oh shit, I'm only doing that because he did it. So for example, Tom eats a lot of cereal. Something as stupid as Tom will be in the kitchen, Tom will get a bowl of cereal. I'll be sat down doing work and then I'll, see Tom like walk past a bowl of cereal, see him eating it. And then 10 minutes later, I'll find myself really wanting a bowl of cereal. Then I'll find myself pouring a bowl of cereal and eating a bowl of cereal. And I've only really done that because I've seen him do that. And it makes you want it because it's it's planted seed into my head. So you're more like, like I said, you're more likely to smoke. If your parents do, you're more likely to behave similarly. If your parents do, again, it's like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Your relationships, your friendships, the people you're friends with, the people that you hang around with, your your partner, your sexual partner, your relationships, your parents, your sisters, the media you consume on TV, the things that you read, you are the average of the information going in. It is all going to accumulate, it's all going to build up and it's all going to form part of your your personality and your subconscious and your your mind and the way that you, you view things and the way that you interpret information. Every little bit that go in, goes in is going to have the ability to tweak it very slightly and change it and give this overall outcome that is yourself or is your is your mind or is your whatever you want to call it the way that you perceive the world and the way that you see things so that means that you can either acquire good traits or you can acquire bad traits and more often than not people this is most this what i'm saying right now is most important to people that have bad influences in their life reality tv like reality tv is massively popular and if you want to watch it like that's fair enough i'm not gonna judge you i'm not gonna be one to judge but it is a fucking cancer like the people on there do you watch them and think, yes, I want to be more likely like these people. I want to acquire traits that they have. I want to be more like that, these individuals. Because if you're watching this and you're you're not thinking that and you don't want to be like these people and you don't want to interact with the world the way they interact with the world and have the same dramas and have the same same issues and the way that you perceive things. Are these people like being mindful and are they treating others correctly or are you watching reality TV that is based on drama and argument arguments and other little petty disputes that are ridiculous and kind of you sit back and you laugh at it because it's so funny and so ridiculous. But what you fail to realize is that you are staring at these people and studying them and learning for them for the for the one, two, three hours that you're watching these shows. The information is going in. The information is being absorbed into your brain and you are going to act respond to things more like these people, like in the negative way. So it isn't great. It's like I've met girls that are really, really into, really, really into reality TV. They love it. It is their life. They love all these petty dramas. And there's always this very strong correlation and very strong trend between these people starting dramas and starting issues because they love it. They think it's normal. It gives them excitement. It gives them enjoyment. It gives this like dopamine response in their brain. They think it is a normal way to interact because they have been conditioned to do it by the shit that they watch on TV. So what can you do to what can you do to kind of avoid this how can you how can you be more careful about this and that's by being selective by being very selective with the people that you're friends with at the start of this year i wanted to i want to change my life for the better i don't want to look back at the you, you do your new year's resolution list you you review the year you do a summary of the year and then you realize that nothing's changed i don't want that to happen i do not want that to happen at all and i felt that like last year the last year and the year before it stagnated i didn't get to where i wanted to be i didn't do exactly what i wanted to be i was on the right direction, but I just kind of forgot about my goals. And one of the main things that I wanted to do was 
cut people out, be more savage with who I allow in my inner circle, be very selective with who I'm, a, who I'm friends with, be very selective with who's in my life, be selective with how much of an influence my parents have and how influential people are in your life. And you just got to be aware of this and aware of how much power these people hold over you. And I absolutely love my parents to bits. I love my family to bits, but they have traits that I don't wish to acquire. Like I don't look at, I like I said, I love them to bits, but I don't look at certain things I say my my mum and dad are doing and I don't I, I'm not like yes I want to live that exact same life as you and I'm not one to judge like as long as they're happy and they're enjoying their life that, that's completely fine but for me personally I don't look at them and think that is exactly how I want to live my life I want to do other things I want to be doing different things like at my current stage of my life and at that time in my life as well I want to be doing things differently so it just means that if I'm spending all my time living with these people it's not very good because it's putting me on that path to do what they are currently doing and I don't want to do that. So being more savage of cutting people out of my life. That was one of the main things that I wanted to do this year. Cutting people out that don't bring me anything. Cutting people out that do not benefit me. And it goes to this analogy of you're on an aeroplane, the plane's crashing and, and you have the safety briefing at the start. And they say that always put on your mask, secure your own mask before helping any other passengers. And the reason for that is, is that if you're suffocating, if you have died because you haven't got your own mask on, then you're unable to help anyone else because you're fucking dead. So the same thing goes here. If you're, if, if you want to make an impact on the world, if you want to help other people, you can't help other people if you're not growing as a person, if you're not in this good place mentally, if you haven't saved yourself and optimized all these processes and made yourself great through making these small sacrifices, aka cutting people out that don't benefit you, you're not going to be able to do that. So it's very important to be mindful and really think what do these people bring? So that could be anything from parents to friends to relationships to the media that you consume. You have the law of attraction. You start to pick up traits, be them good or bad if you're spending a lot of time around them. So if you're spending these bad habits grow and manifest, if you're spending a lot of time with someone that has all these bad, terrible habits and things that don't necessarily benefit you. So you want to cut these people out. And it's very, it's, it's, where do you start? It's very, it's very difficult. A lot of you guys listening to this are probably still going to be living at home. You're probably going to be, you might share a, share a place. You might be at university. You might be at college, wherever it is. So you can't just live by yourself and like have this monk lifestyle where you cut out all negative influences. At the end of the day, we are people. We are people and we can't just completely cut people out and remove them from our lives. It's not a computer game where you can just delete people and be like, yeah, don't want you, you don't benefit us. That we do have to, we do have to spend time with certain people, be it colleagues, be it parents, even if we don't like everything about the way that they act and the way that they interact with the world. So what you can do is if you're living at home is just, I like to spend a lot of time outside, a lot of time working in my room if I'm feeling like I'm having a bad day. Like everyone's not going to have, everyone's not going to have great days. People are going to have good days and bad days, be it your parents or people that you live with. And when maybe they're having their bad days or expressing those traits that you don't like, you can kind of tuck yourself away or just distance yourself from it. Create distance, get away from it so you're not so influenced by that gravity that they're creating, that law of attraction. The, the larger the object, the closer you are to it, the more gravity it is going to exert on you. So if you can distance yourself when people are people are showing these showing these nasty traits or things that you don't wish to acquire or they're being toxic or negative, that's going to mean it's going to have less of an impact or less of an influence on you. So create distance, cut these people out if you can. I want to tell you a story. As you guys may or may not know, I like skydiving. I really, really, really like skydiving. It's probably one of the the best things that I've ever done, best investments that I've made. And even, even like, obviously I love being present. I love jumping out of planes. I love free falling. I love being with my mates. I love doing all these crazy, wonderful things, feeling present, feeling alive, having a really, a real appreciation of life, experience, all, experiencing all this adrenaline. But there is something 
that I got from skydiving that I would never have expected I would have gotten. It's one of the most profound, beneficial things to me in terms of my life. And that is the people that do it. The people that you spend your time with, the people that you meet, the people whose paths you cross, they are absolutely killing it. Skydiving is seen as, seen as a sport for reserved for the rich, reserved for the people with a lot of money. So you it, don't get me wrong, it's expensive, it isn't cheap, but it definitely isn't something that's reserved for the rich. So you get these people doing it that are that are doing very, very well in business. You get these people doing it that are killing it in life. You get these CEOs doing it. You get this pe these people with this like burning passion, this desire to experience more things and be present and they're killing it at the same time. They're smashing it in business. They're smashing it in life and they have this real like go-getter attitude. Being around those people, meeting people doing that, meeting people with that mindset is so, has been so good for me, so good for me in terms of the way that I, the, the way that I view the world and my interactions with other people and just spending a week with these guys, spending spending a few weeks with people like that, with that mentality that you can learn so much from in terms of the way that they, they the, the things that they've done and the way that they react to the world and just their general mindset and the, the way that the way that they react to the world is is profound. Like it's crazy and it's, it's so beneficial. And I would really, really encourage you going off my last podcast is if you want to do something, if you've always wanted to try something, just try new things, man. Just try different things. Try, try, try that new thing that you always wanted to try. If you haven't got any friends, let's say in the gym, you want to start training, go to the gym by yourself. Do it because you love it. Do it, do it out of passion and you will meet people that like the same thing and you will find friends through that and you'll find people that are better at you at it and then they will make you grow and they will make you improve and they will help you. You are a product of your environment. Let's say my friend Labumba, for example, Labumba Munkuli, absolutely killing it. I think he's on like half a million on Instagram now. When we first met, he had 10,000 Instagram followers. And being around that dude, I went and saw him a few weeks back or a few months back. Being around that dude makes me so motivated. It makes me so insp inspired. I was in the gym with him and I was pressing like 55 kilograms on dumbbell shoulder press, which is five kilograms more than I've ever, no, 45 kilograms, I think, not 55, that'd be nuts. 45 kilograms dumbbell shoulder press, which is like five kilograms more than I've ever done. And I did it for like eight reps and he's just like jacked, massive black dude that just throws around all this weight. And it's because you're in this environment because you can see what's possible and you're not creating these self-limiting beliefs. These people, these people are raising the bar because they're motivating and inspiring and it just makes you perform so much better and do so much better whenever I'm around Labumba I get chatting to him about social media and business and life and work ethic and it makes me so so inspired I work so much harder I do so much more and it's just a, just a real just just really highlights how important the people in your life are David Lay David Lay and the Jersey Boys Dylan Dylan McKenna Brian Casey when I went up and stayed with them in America and uh, we're like, just like, like incline bench, you know, again, like my, my lifts went up by like 15, 20%, just because all these boys are pushing all this weight and you haven't got these self-limiting beliefs inside your head. They kind of broaden your horizons and show you what's possible and show you that, okay, maybe I didn't think I could do that, but I can see other people doing it. I can see other people smashing it. It's the same with mindset. I can see the way that these people react to certain situations. It just shows me that it that maybe I can as well. And it has this profound, profound beneficial impact on performance. Why do you think from a small area in this small town in in New Jersey you get all these guys coming out of it and smashing it like David and Lex and I think Lex they, they live pretty close don't they David Lex Dylan Anthony all these all these kids are like smashing it on social media they're absolutely fucking smashing it in the gym sick physiques why why are they all doing that why do they all smash it is it because there's steroids in the water maybe who knows <laughs> no is it because is it is it because they they've created this mesocosm or they've created this environment they've created this paradigm shift in this like micro micro environment this 
bubble where they're all lifting each other up and all inspiring each other and then they're setting the bar so high that they all follow that or is it just some random reason and happens to be by complete chance that out of all of the world they all come from this one area i'm gonna say it's gonna be the first one and it just goes to show that the people you spend the time with, the people that you're surrounded with have such a big difference or such a large impact on your life and the outcomes of it and the way the way you see things, the way you perceive the world and your views. They set the bar high in terms of what is possible. These people that you spend time with, anyone you're around, you want them to be better than you. You want them to be... The way I think of it, right, is sit down, look at the people that you're with, look at the people that you're spending your time with and be like, do these people have traits that you wish to acquire? The way that they interact with the world, the way they interact with people, do they have traits that you wish to acquire? Ask yourself these three questions. Would I be happy if I have a similar outlook on life as them, treat other people the way that they do, or and respond to situations like they do? Would I be happy if I did those things? Did the things that similar similar to them? Would I be happy if I acquired traits or aspects of their personality? And if the answer to one of those isn't yes or all of them isn't yes, then why the fuck are you spending your time with them? You've got to think about things objectively and be like, okay, what am I getting from this person? Because if I'm not getting anything from this person, then it is not going to benefit me and it is going to make me decline and drag me down. And that's that's not to say you have to be some cold-hearted sociopath or psychopath that's like, you, can, you only want things to do with people. People if you if you can benefit from them no no, no, no. but realize that they're going to have an impact on your personality and who you are as a person so it should be obviously friendship should be mutual you should give to them as they give to you but you don't want to be around people that are dragging you down and giving you absolutely nothing not making you into a better person it goes back to the analogy of you can't help others until you've helped yourself you have to be selfish in order to be selfless so you, you want to be around these people that have traits that you like my housemates alex and tom Tom always has this way of, sure, they have traits that I don't like and don't want to be like in certain certain aspects. And I have the same that if they looked at me, that there's things that I do as well that they won't wish to acquire. But like they just distance themselves from me if I'm like being like a grumpy fuck or angry. Everyone has good days and everyone has bad days. But like Tom, for example, always brings energy, always, always like uplifts the room, always has a really, really positive outlook on things, always makes a joke about things, is a glue that binds us together in the sense that he's always fucking brings that energy, happy and positive. Alex absolutely kills it with, kills it with speed speaking to people, very mindful, has had like a really good impact on me in terms of me meditating and me reading lots. Like he reads all the time, he meditates as well. And I'm sure I would not be meditating on this path that I am now unless that I had met Alex. So it's about looking at people objectively and being like, okay, what do they have traits that I would be happy acquiring? And if the answer is no, they don't, then why the fuck are you spending your time with them? I think this is really important when it comes to things like partners and relationships as well. We, we settle for things because they give us this like spike of dopamine. They make us feel momentarily happy they suck our dick they act as somewhere for us to deposit our semen in or get semen or they deposit semen in us if we're gay or if we're a, if we're a female and uh, it's like it's it's like what more do they bring what more do they bring than that if you become more like this person, if you respond to the same thing, the same way that these people do, if you perceive things the same way that these people do, are you going to be happy? Is it going to make the world a better place? Is it going to make you a better person? Look at it objectively and be like, hmm, just take a step back, take a step back and 
see the bigger picture and don't be afraid to cut people out. You want to put yourself around people that are doing better than you. You don't want to be you don't want to be the best at anything. I get bored, I get stagnated. You don't improve, you don't get better. If you are the best at something, if you're surrounded by people who are who are not as skilled at you, not as skilled as you in something that you want to learn, you will not improve at that skill. It's like when I go home, when I go back to Bude, I probably have the best, one of the best physiques imbued in my town that I live in, if not the best. And it's like, I'm training in the gym. Sure, yeah, I might not be the strongest. Sure, yeah, there's people that are bigger than me. They're on fucking gear. But overall, I know that aesthetically, I put me on a stage, I will do the best. I'll perform the best. And it's like a really bad training environment for me. For me, having not having anyone that pushes me, anyone that challenging, challenges me, anyone that's like, but clear, clear cut better than me is like my training goes down the pan. I can't fucking, I'm just generally all round shit. Put me into another gym, put me into a gym up here where I'm living right now where people are huge, people are jacked, people are full of steroids, people are aesthetic, they look really good. And you're, you're currently, rather than being the biggest fish in the pond, you're currently the smallest fish in the ocean. You don't want to be the biggest fish in the pond. You want to be the smallest, one of the smaller fishes in the ocean. Let's say a moderately sized fish. So you put me in a gym up here somewhere or a gym in London and suddenly like my physique doesn't mean shit. The way I look doesn't mean shit. My strength doesn't mean shit. I've gone from being at the top to being in the middle, being an intermediate, being average. And that is very humbling. And so people setting the bar higher, it really gives you something to shoot towards, gives you some inspiration, something to look towards and being like, yes, if I work hard, I can get similar to that. If I work hard, I can learn from these people. If I speak to them, if I interact with them, if I ask them questions, I'm going to learn information and learn knowledge from them and I can improve and I can get better. So you want to be around people that are doing better than you, that are making more money than you, that are doing better than you in business, in life, people that are more mindful, people that are that respond to things better than you, people that are just generally better than you. Your ego is going to take a hit, it's going to be painful, it's going to be scary, you're going to come up with all these excuses as to why you shouldn't hang around with these people because they're snobby or because they don't want to speak to you or don't want to help you. But at the end of the day, you got to realize that's just your ego and that is your mind just telling you not to do these things because it doesn't like it. It damages your ego. It hurts it. So put yourself out there. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to be a beginner. Don't be afraid to be humbled. Get your ego fucked. Get your ego shat on. Get your ego removed in the sense that you want to be around people that are doing constantly better than you because if you're around people that are doing the same as you or worse than you, it is going to drag you down. You're going to stagnate. So go out of your way to meet these people. Go out of your way to ask them questions learn from them, um, remove your ego, and it will do you all kinds of things, all kinds of things. Going back to that whole skydiving thing, me, like I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet people in so many other fields that are killing it as CEOs, killing it as managers, doing better than me, making a lot more money from me. But by because I tried this new thing, because I went skydiving, because I, it goes back to the previous podcast about passion and trying different things, because I did that and put myself out there, I came across these people and I interacted them out, out interacted with them out of a mutual passion and then became friends of them and these people became part of my circle and I can benefit from them. And it's, it's, it goes both ways. You shouldn't just be take, 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 because from their perspective, you don't want to be a leech or a parasite or dragging them down or bringing all this negative energy. But you can do things like being positive, being willing to learn, having this, having this, having this view that you always want to improve and grow and become a better person. You know, that is a good trait to have and anyone, anyone will appreciate that and anyone will respect that you are trying to improve yourself because everyone can improve to some extent. No one, no one is at like this end point where they're like, oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm perfect, I'm amazing, I'm great, I'm, I'm the best in the world at everything and I'm killing, I'm enlightened. Everyone can always learn, everyone can always learn things from other people most of the time, just make sure you're learning things from the right people and make sure they're the good things. So the change that is going to be uncomfortable when you hang around these people that are setting the bar so much higher because your ego doesn't like it, 
but setting the bar higher, getting the, getting the bar set by other people is absolutely essential. Going back to the gym, it's going to be scary. It's going to be painful. You're going to be petrified. You're going to come up with excuses that, oh, I'll just train in this shitty commercial gym first because then, then when I put on some muscle, I'll go back to this other gym. But nope, you'll stay in the commercial gym. You'll stay the biggest guy in the commercial gym and you'll be comfortable there because your ego likes to be likes to be stroked and you like to know that you're the biggest and you're the best and live in this little dream world that you're you're the best in this environment. When in fact, by going to the other gym, by not being the best, by people setting the bar high, you're going to improve and you're going to get better. It's the same with anything in life. So how can I actually influence them? How can I influence myself positively? How can I change the people around me? So number one is cut people off. Like I said, literally, you can just cut people off. You can just ghost people and ignore them. I don't recommend doing that. You can just spend less time with people, slowly phase them out of your life and just come to acknowledge the fact that they're not very good for you. If it's someone like your parents, create physical distance. Create physical distance between you and them. And if it's someone that you you live with and you you like them, you don't have any issue with them, when they're experiencing these negative traits, negative energy, just try it, just get away from it. Just acknowledge it, just be aware of it and steer the conversation to somewhere positive. Steer it to something better. You can also have a positive impact on people that might have negative traits. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. Uh, you, you can change your environment, the people that you're surrounded with the things that you take in the information that you consume podcasts podcasts are massive one it's why i'm recording a podcast right now you you can at the end of the day you're listening to someone speaking you're listening to their own personal their personal thoughts and their viewpoints you're listening to my opinions on things so whether you like it or not you're going to start to acquire these things the things that i'm saying are going to sink into your mind and slowly melt into your brain and you're going to subconsciously or consciously think about them more and it's going to become a as a under become absorbed into your personality. I'm like a parasite slowly leeching your brain. No. Podcasts allow you to surround yourself with people that you wouldn't normally be able to surround yourself with. So let's say that you're from a very, very poor background, like I said, and you want to be around all these rich, high-performing CEOs, listen to podcasts on making money from people that are killing it in business, on CEOs, people that you look up to, people that inspire you. We're in this age where you're able to listen to people on the internet that you that you previously wouldn't have been able to meet ever because they're so far socially above you that the 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 ladder the option to climb the ladder the to climb the ranks is so much easier than it's ever been like let's say 50, 60 years ago, someone was super, super rich and famous, you wouldn't even be able to interact with them. You might be able to see them on a stage and that is it. That is the only option that you have got. But now we've got podcasts, we've got YouTube, we've got other things. We can break apart their personality. We can listen to them. We can see what they have to say. And it's like having a conversation where you're just sat listening to people. It's never been a better time to improve yourself and grow as a person and make yourself better and grow a business or whatever it is, become richer, become more successful, influence more people positively it has never become a more better time you can also change the the way you perceive things or positively influence yourself by the content you consume social media the news tv what tv shows are you watching films what films are you watching obviously that's not so important unless you're watching a film every day but just general things general like low-key things that you're doing fairly regularly are going to add up to be a very very big big thing they're going to have a very big impact in your life Try new things, meet new people. If you don't have these people in your life already, go out there, push the boat out and be brave, be be fearless in the sense that it's going to be scary trying new things. Everyone doesn't like being in, you don't like being in a new, new environment generally. It's going to be scary. It's going to be uncomfortable. But if you want to grow as a person, you've got to try these new things. And that is the way that you get in. That is the way that you meet other people. That is the way that you develop passions and get the right social circle around you and the right people around you. The fact that you're listening to the podcast right now means that you're on the right track. And the fact that you 
you you can be aware just be aware of the influence that people have on you and be aware that they have negative and positive traits and just really really focus on the positive and try and block out or cut out the negatives and if someone is negative just distance yourself from them cut them out be aware and if you can't distance yourself from them Physically, just be very, very aware of what they're doing and try and spend less time with that person and be brutal in terms of who you allow into your social circle. It's like following people on Instagram. I would not follow anyone on Instagram if I could. I would delete my Instagram if I could actually. But I feel like it's doing giving you guys a service in terms of like I can use it as a feed for the podcast, which is really good, give people valuable information. But following people then, when it comes to following people, I'm very, very particular. I only follow about 200 people. And why is that? Because... The people you're following on Instagram, you're going to see their viewpoints. You're going to see that the way that they interact with the world. You're going to see who they are as a person and how they respond to certain stimulus. So it's going to have that same rubbing off effect on you. Be very careful with who you allow. It's, it's the most easy thing, following and unfollowing someone. You just press a button and you allow them into your life and you allow yourself to be influenced by them. So when people ask me to follow them, it's like, Mo, can you follow me? Blah, blah, blah. One, why would I, why would I follow you? What is it going to give me in terms of value and information? Two, I have absolutely no idea who you are, what you do or how you act in terms of the world are you going to inspire me are you going to lift me up are you going to lift me higher probably not if you're asking me to follow you because you're coming from a place of scarcity because you feel like you have to ask me to follow you rather than me organically finding your profile because you're finding so much value in me wanting me to follow you and three i i can't remember it doesn't matter you shouldn't follow people anyway because they follow you back or not most people i follow or a lot of people i follow don't even follow me back i don't and i don't care i'm not five years old i follow them because they they create value. They put out inspiring, awesome content, or I'm really, really good friends with them. And still, they'd have traits that positively influence me and I would wish to acquire. So consider your interactions with people as well. You can always steer conversations. So so going back to going back to changing your social circle, going back to changing who you're interacting with and your friends and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you can distance, you can cut people out. Also, consider yourself. Consider your interactions with people, how you interact with other people. Are you steering the conversation? Are you bitching? Are you moaning? Are you steering the conversation down a negative way? Or are you always steering the conversation towards positive? If they start to say something negative, are you dismissing it? And are you steering it somewhere somewhere? positive if they're taking it down a negative route or are you are you living up to that are you fueling that energy are you fueling that low vibrational low vibration frequency where you're both bitching and you're both moaning you're both saying very negative toxic things about people so you've got to realize as well that you can steer a conversation to a certain way are you making horrible jokes about them which is something that i need to change i i always make they're light-hearted but they can be very horrible sometimes i've always had this very controversial sense of humor are you making like nasty negative jokes towards them or not about them like to their face like taking the piss a bit or are you lifting them higher are you encouraging them are you being like whoa that's really really good she could keep doing that are you being positive are you being a positive influence to them or are you being a negative influence to them high performers consider that influence and the way that they interact with other people and they steer interactions towards the positive so just be mindful of yourself as well and realize that it's easier it's easier to change yourself rather than it is the world so obviously you can distance yourself from all these people you can do all these things that i've talked about you can remove all these negative influences but also be mindful and careful of what you are putting out there and the way that you are interacting with the world are you going to be able to look at yourself and think that yes i am a role model to myself i am a i could see myself being an inspiration to others i would like to be around me and just really really consider that 
when it comes to things that you're saying, things that you're doing and um, be more mindful, man. Just be more mindful. But anyhow, that was my take on are your friends ruining your life? Are you setting yourself up to win or are you setting yourself up to fail? Be brutal with cutting people out because at the end of the day, you only get one life. It doesn't matter. You're going to be dead. And in the grand scheme of things, on the scale of the universe, your life is completely irrelevant. All that matters is this moment right now. And if you can improve your life and improve the lives of other people's and do so much more and have a real positive impact on the world if you become this like better, better, more mindful person that's really considerate and the things they're doing are great. If you can do that by cutting out a few negative influences that might momentarily upset a few people because they're they're salty that you've decided to spend less time with them, then in my eyes, it is a worthy, worthy sacrifice. In order to be selfless, you have to be selfish. In order to serve others, you have to be serving yourself first and putting yourself first and making sure that you are in a good mindset and a good position and perceiving the world in a good way in order to benefit others. That was episode number five of Storytime with Mo. Drop me a follow on Instagram if you don't already, at Mo Samuels. Drop this podcast a rating if you liked it and drop me an IG message and let me know what you thought about it and let me know if there's anything you want to hear next week. I'm doing these every single Monday and uh, yeah, absolutely smash the day. Peace out guys. I love you to bits. Keep killing it. Thank you. Goodbye.